I'm Marshall Manlove, and welcome. This broadcast is intended for adults only. If you are under 18, do not. I'm coming. Put that in the spank bank. I dress to thrill. Shut up, motherfucker. I'm wet right now. Oh, yeah. Fuck me, baby. Give it to me. <laughs> Why is everybody looking at me? I work in a fucking donkey ship. That was just fucking dirty. It's all I can do not to masturbate during the show. Uh. <laughs> Have you seen her thingy? <sighs> Somehow I wound up pregnant. <laughs> Ring Dildo. The following program contains coarse language and nudity. Viewer discretion is advised. Everybody, strap in and hold on tight. The Dungeon of Man Love's turning five tonight. Welcome to the fifth anniversary of the Dungeon of Man Love show, my friends. I am Marshall Man Love, hypnotist, mentalist, and dungeon master. Almost proud to announce the completion of our first five years of taping this nonsense from the basement slash dungeon of my home in Newark, Delaware. Joining me this evening in the two chair is the Reverend and Professor Latoris. Good evening, everybody. And in the three chair is Dean. Good evening, everybody. We need a new moniker for you. It can't just be Dean. I don't want you to just be Pete's assistant anymore. Oh, yeah? Since he's not here. Yeah, we got to work something out. He didn't show up. Dean needs a title. Uh, Sergeant at Arms. Actually, that could work. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Sergeant with Arms. Sergeant with Arms. Ah, nice. Sergeant with Arms, Dean. That's it. (laughs) That's it. That's your new name. No, not a wah, wah, wah. Uh, I think we like that. We like ding, ding, ding for that one. What else do we have here? Uh, Oh, maybe we can put a little something together. I'll put it over on the imaging screen with... uh... Yeah. Those are cap guns compared to what he's packing. <laughs> you better. You know, better. Don't get too realistic. I might return fire. <laughs> now that just sounds like fun. Yep. So I invited about forty or fifty people here. Four of us showed up <laughs> over two nights. <laughs> <laughs> We're the best of what's left. Respecting what we've done here for the last five years. Well, if you are listening to this for the first time, you would be coming from the ranks of the other 7 billion people who have never heard of us, even though we've been on for five years now. You know, at one point, though, we do know that we had real reach into some 80 countries. That's right. People were learning English in the dungeon. (laughs) Foul English. (laughs) Well, got to start somewhere. It just makes me think of... uh... Oh, what was the John Cusack movie with the, the one brother doesn't speak English. The other learned it from Howard Cusell. <laughs> Better off dead, yeah. <laughs> uh, the stat tracker on the hosting site doesn't keep stats like that anymore, though. So I don't know what our reach is these days. But I'm sure it's awesome, even though clearly we need to offend way more people. Give us some time if you're new to listening to this, and you'll get hooked. It's impossible to listen to five minutes of this show or any show out there and get a good feel about us or anybody else you might listen That's to. True. I would only suggest listening to us, though, and take the time that you're going to spend listening to shows and invest it here. Because mm-hmm. we'll grow on you like a carbuncle. Yeah. 
That's but, true. We're an endearing bunch of assholes. But you won't want to lance us when you find out we're cool. But if you listen to a show with Foul Mouth Al on it, keep in mind that we know he sucks and tried to ruin our show on purpose. Maybe you should go to the next show in the series. Yeah, or maybe he just sucked so much they didn't realize he was killing us. But we knew. We edited it all out. Now, this is part five. If you're just listening to this, we did four parts before this. <laughs> it's funny how that works. Thank yeah. you for clearly stating the obvious. And well over 200 full shows before that. I insist that we call the next one part seven. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. I will do it. Yes. And with all of that said, I'm going to jump around on my list a little bit here. I thought you lost your place again. No. Let's take a look back. A look back? A look back. It has been a while since we have properly greeted our fans from around the world. Part of that reason is because we want to make sure that when we do it, we send our greetings in the languages of the other lands. You may not be aware, but our show has been heard in over 80 countries, the last we were able to tell anyway. So learning how to speak all of those languages can take a great deal of time. Fortunately, President Pete has lots of time on his hands in between vigorous masturbation sessions... He who is sitting in the three-chair this evening, by the way. Matt Lato's teacher roommate, Angela. Okay, well, he doesn't have a whole lot of time because he's usually quite busy with that. Yes, <coughs> masturbation takes up pretty much 23 out of his 24 hours. Nonetheless, Good God, Bob. Pete is a diligent show beast, and he has made extra time to learn greetings in no less than 11 languages. <laughs> <laughs> this should be awesome. <laughs> so now, when I say hello to these next countries, Pete will give the official Dungeon of Man Love greeting in the appropriate language. <laughs> oh my god, this is going to be epic. <laughs> going to be great. You're going to love this. Hello, Israel. Listen to me here. I can't and I won't and I won't and I can't and no matter what you do, I won't. I won't, I can't, I can't, I won't. I'm telling you, I won't. I won't. All right. Well done. Hello, Germany. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger was my uh, my vocal coach there. <laughs> Hello, India. I'm loving your show. <laughs> yeah, I'm being a pro hangout sometimes. <laughs> Hello, Japan. Wow. Oh. You remember that guy? Remember that guy from 16 Candles? Long duck gone. Now he teaches schmucks like me how to teach, how to teach yeah. Japanese. Hello, France. Ma chérie, je suis désolé, mais je ne pourrai pas ce soir. Quelque chose s'est présenté, je t'appelle demain. Good accent, Yeah. That is fair, Monty. Pepe Le Pew, man. Hey, Pepe Le Pew is the king of all little furry animals. Hello, Canada. So, uh, how's, how's it going? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Turkey. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't know I could speak Turkey, did you? <laughs> 
I thought you were going to do something like Jive Call. <laughs> Hello, Africa. He's on it. That should just be a series of clicks and pops. <laughs> Hello, I left it in the truck. <laughs> Hello, China. That's, that's what you call happy ending. <laughs> With happy ending, you get April. <laughs> My Skino greeting there. Peter. So that's what you were doing last night. You were preparing for the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Now it makes sense. Hello, Mexico. Bonus not yet. Oh, You're going to do Fifty Shades of Pete in that voice, right? Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's do that again for all the ladies. Oh, yeah. Bonus not yet. Oh, see, senor. My nipple oh. <laughs> Awesome. Something else just got hard, too. <laughs> and finally... Hello, Sweden. English, I love the hat, Pete. <laughs> 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 you know, he's actually about, he's even out his hat. It. He's actually a very, very deep person. Oh, yeah. Well done. Let's hear it for Pete. Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, since Dean Dean is here and he has to go soon. Uh-oh. We might as well play his first appearance. Oh, God. It's just the intro here. You know, Dean's a funny guy. He kind of slid in here on the down low. He did. But, as I said, since, we'll hear, since he's here, we'll play the intro from his very first appearance. All right, everybody peer back over your left shoulder. And Pete hired an assistant, apparently, and brought him with him to the dungeon. In the four chair, what's your name there, young man? My name is Dean. Is it Dean? Yeah. Likely story. You going with that? Might be the new word instead of pork sword. <laughs> <laughs> and what's his favorite word? <laughs> It's pole holster now. That's my new favorite word, man. Mm-hmm. And then the five chair is. And Pete, what decides you? What made you decide to hire an assistant? Um. Well, let's see. Dean's really good at cleaning guns. All right. That's important. You know, that's important. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dean says all kinds of dumb, funny shit all the time, and I love it. Okay. So I figured we could use like some more of that here at the dungeon. Well, let me ask you this: as president of the Dungeon of Manlo Fan Club, have you recruited him into the fan club? Uh, well, it's sort of he's going to come to that on his own. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. There is the right answer. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
She can be assistant president of the Dungeon of the Animal Fan Club. vice president of the fan club. I like assistant president. Assistant president? Vice. As long as I'm not an intern. Vice is vice president's old school. They're like assistant president. I'm going to get coffee. I haven't been with a man in quite a while. And it's been downhill ever since. <laughs> well, you've been a welcome addition, my friend. You're, you are a funny guy. Sometimes. Yeah, most of the time, wow. I think. <laughs> Speaking of first appearances, one of our favorite cast members was Wingman Wes. He has since moved about 100 miles away and now works at night, so he can't be here or call in. He wanted to. He actually responded to me. But here is... We played uh, a segment... On the last show, yeah, the Mookie Mouth, the Mookie Mouth segment, uh, played him out of order. Uh oh, I've been doing that. I've been skipping around, but here is his actual first appearance. Very happy to be here. And then the seven hole today, another new face. Introduce yourself, there, young man. Hey, uh, my name is Wesley Jack Crayborn. The name I go by, and uh, I'm uh, glad to be here on the show. I actually uh, came across this show on uh, Craigslist. I was looking for some comedy open mics to go to, and I saw an ad that said The Dungeon of Man Love. Now, um, I don't know about you guys, but when I see the words dungeon and man love in the same sentence, the first <laughs> the first thing I think of is leather and um, homosexual octogenarian guys being tied up and whipped in a basement. It wouldn't be the first. Luckily, I don't see a basement here, so I think we're good. Um, but uh, it's, right, it's right there. Bro. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> hey, it be harder, Shani. It's so good. So um, yeah. I figured um, if um, I figured uh, after seeing that uh, title, I had to check out a couple episodes, and I'm glad I did. Uh, surprisingly, you have a really smooth voice. Like uh, when I went to go listen, I expected to hear like one of those stereotypical radio jockeys. Look, hey, uh, now today we have uh, coming up on the show. We got a little bit of news for you, and uh, we got Andy Dick here, and uh, Andy Dick's been calling people Jewish hook-nosed bastards again. All right. <laughs> so, um, um, just glad to be here, guys. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great entrance. <laughs> We're not worthy. <laughs> you know what? You, you, you can have your own show and we're just like, come on. <laughs> yeah, we're we're, we're going to just leave these yeah. quickly on. We'll, we'll be out there. We'll be out there. And now, welcome to the show, fellas. Let's hear it for our new cast member. All right. Thank you. Thank you. So that was Wingman Wes. Miss him, man. That's a triumphant appearance there. Yeah. Yeah. He hopped in, had a plan. Mm-hmm. But he was good at improvisation. I mean, in my well. defense, I had no idea what the fuck I was walking into. So it's, <laughs> I didn't read some shit on on Craigslist. It was like, you should come over to my house on Monday and, and sit in on the taping. And I was like, okay. And I'm like, what the fuck's going to happen? Yeah, Pete really sold it, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I walked in, I saw Mike. I'm like, nah, I know that guy. I'm fucked. <laughs> I, I found it on Craigslist and I... I came in with a, a plan. I figured I'd come in, get the lay of the land, and take over the world. <laughs> the same thing we do every night. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of first appearances, 
we have first segments Ooh. as well. One of our favorite segments here, which has just created all sorts of soundbite gold. This penthouse beat. August 20th, 2012. The undisputed king of soundbites. It's our own President Pete. Why is that so? Well, perhaps it might have something something to do with the creation of Penthouse Pete. Here is the premiere episode. But we're going to turn Pete into the star now. Away we go. And now it's time for Penthouse Pete with the one and only president of the Dungeon of Man Love Fan Club, Pete. Who knew that El Presidente was an international sex symbol? That's right, no one did. But tonight and on future shows, the leader of the fan club will dazzle you with his sexy charms as he reads from the pages of Penthouse Forum. This segment is not authorized or endorsed by Penthouse, although we think that they will think this is pretty funny also. And now, Mr. President, take it away and let your star shine bright. So last week, my husband had to work late every night on a special project. By Friday, I was so horny, I called Victor at work and asked if he'd like to go out later. He said he was just finishing his project and could meet me around 7. I suggested a posh downtown singles bar I'd heard about from my single girlfriends. He said he would see me at 7. I dressed to thrill, I hoped, and figured I'd head downtown early and have a drink or two before Victor arrived. I took a seat at the end of the bar and ordered a drink. I looked around. There weren't many customers as yet, but... I did notice a well-dressed young stockbroker type at the other end of the bar. Mid-twenties, I'd say. Very handsome and very well-built. When the bartender brought me a refill, he said it was a compliment of the gentleman, pointing at the looker at the end of the bar. So I looked his way, smiled, and mouthed, thank you. He came down to my end of the bar and asked in a deep, sexy voice if he could join me. Sure, I said. He introduced himself as Paul and said he was attending a conference and was leaving the following afternoon. Paul was charming and made me laugh. After buying us refills, he asked if I'd like to shoot some pool. I agreed but warned that I'm not very good, and did he ever take advantage. While we played, he kept helping me with shots in ways that involved full-body contact a woman shouldn't have with any man but her husband. By the time I spotted my husband at the bar, I'd gotten pretty intimate with Paul's heart on rubbing up against me through his pants. It felt big. Really big. By then he was draping his big hard body freely all over me and power groping every inch of me. Most of the yuppies in the place were staring at us, including my husband. What surprised me was that he seemed to be grinning. At that moment, Paul was running his hand up my thigh, rubbing gently and slowly. As he moved his hand up the inside of the thigh, he leaned over and kissed me on the lips. I probed his lips with my tongue and I spread my legs. And his fingers pushed my thong aside and he ran a finger down one side of my cut lips. And then began to finger fuck me slowly. Let's go to my room, he whispered in my ear. <laughs> you killed me. You killed me. You killed me. Jeez, I got another whole other page to go here. Oh, no, you got five pages there. You got four pages. To go. <laughs> That's right. You're gonna have me read a book every week. Crap. Where was I? Oh yes, I want you to fuck me. <laughs> then I remembered. Fuck. Wait a minute. I need to tell you something. I'm married. That's my husband sitting at the other end of the bar. 
Paul looked Victor's way then and said, It's okay. I'll bet he wants to watch you fuck me. I looked over and sure enough, Victor, still smiling, was giving me a thumbs up. I motioned for him to follow us to the elevator where I introduced him to Paul. I gave Victor a sensual kiss and as I sucked his hot tongue into my mouth, I felt his hard cock pressing up against me. When the elevator came, I made out with both guys until it opened at Paul's floor. He led us to his room. Once we were inside, Victor unzipped my dress and I let it fall to the floor. Damn, you're beautiful, Paul said when he saw my generous tits supported by the black shelf bra. While I undid his belt and zipper, Victor slipped up behind me and tugged my wet thong down and worked it over my boots. I knelt in front of Paul and worked his pants and underwear down. When his cock came into view, looking to be almost eight inches and freakishly thick like a soda can, I said, fuck, you're huge. Yeah, you're getting a bunch of good ones out of this. I tried to wrap my hand around it, but it barely reached halfway around. I stroked it with one hand, while with the other I cuffed and squeezed his weighty balls. <laughs> hey, I didn't write this. I'm just reading it. Right. <laughs> I stroked it with one hand, while the other I cuffed and squeezed his weighty balls. I took his big cock head in my mouth and ran my teeth across the crown. He let out a deep breath. I couldn't fit any more than a head in my mouth, but I went to work on that sucking feverishly. Victor told Paul to sit on the edge of the bed so he could fuck me from behind. Paul sat down and wrapped his hands around my head and tried to drive his cock in my throat, but I gagged and had to let the head slip out of my mouth. No fucking way, baby, I groaned. Try to catch my breath. You're too fucking big. I looked up into his eyes, then took that big cock head back in my mouth, licking and sucking it. Victor had moved behind me and now sank his thick seven-inch cock in me. I groaned as he started to thrust in and out. Paul reached down and caressed my breast. He pinched my hard nipples. Victor pulled his cock out of my throbbing pussy and repositioned the head at my little brown hole. I braced myself as he eased it in and then began to fuck my ass. I took Paul's cock back in my mouth and clenched my vaginal muscles around my husband's cock in my ass. He gave a loud cry as he flooded my rectum. Then he pulled his wilting cock out. I pulled Paul's cock out of my mouth, looked up in his eyes, and said, Fuck me. I want your big cock in me. I climbed to the middle of the bed and got on my back and my knees up and my legs spread, begging for Paul's cock. He moved between my thighs, gripped his cock, and guided to, to my juicy fuckle. Go slow, I cried as he stretched me to the breaking point. I pulled his face down to me and drove my tongue in his mouth. He pushed his cock in deeper and deeper. Oh, fuck, I moaned. Give me every inch, baby. As he started to move in and out of me, I cooed. You like my tight cunt, baby? <laughs> Fuck yes, he cried. I'm going to love stretching your hole. And he started to pound into me. His cock was so thick that my glove was pulled down and rubbed against it. Plus, his big cock had rubbed my G-spot, driving me wild. Oh, fuck, yes, give me every fucking inch of your big cock. I cried while I ran my tongue in and around his ears. Suck my tits, baby, but keep on fucking me. Paul gripped my ass and lifted me up, then began really pounding me. I cried out of sinews nonstop as I started to come, and once I started coming, I couldn't stop. Finally, Paul flooded me with a huge load. I held on to him, begging him to keep fucking him. To keep him inside me, I started bucking into him, but finally he was able to pull out of me. I laid there on the bed, still throbbing and humping wildly with my pussy pulsing and juice trickling out of me. I told Paul I wanted to ride him and told Victor I wanted him to fuck me in the ass. Paul's cock wasn't fully hard again yet, but when I mounted it, 
Oh, yeah, when I mounted it. So it took only a moment for me to take it all the way in. So I leaned over and my husband mounted me from behind, driving his cock all the way up my ass. Oh, fuck, that feels good. I moaned as the two of them moved in and out of me, with Paul's cock growing to full size inside me. As he started to pound me, I said, Do you like my sloppy cunt, baby? Fuck yes, he replied. I rocked back and forth on that big cock, which was once again rubbing against my Clinton G-spot. Fuck my cunt, I cried out to Paul. <laughs> again, I'm the chick. <laughs> Why am I always the chick? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that and one of the things that I really miss about the penthouse Pete segments was because of because of the fact that I, I now have my, my rig here with sound effects Renee was typically directly across the table from me when Pete was reading Yeah, and we'd make eye contact and the two of us would just try not to break up the whole time oh god Oh man, That's I'm funny. pretty sure we all cried that night. Because I was only here for one of the ones that he read. It was about the chick who, like, I think fucked the whole baseball team or something. Yeah. Oh, that's a yeah. good one too. Yeah, I, that was the only one I was here for, and I'm just like sitting here looking at him, like, really, dude. That's <laughs> where that's where some of this came from. I want to see five big cocks on display, <laughs> full of erect penis. My <laughs> fantasy is to suck off a whole baseball team. <laughs> <laughs> But give Pete credit, man. Yeah. He's ruined any potential political career that he could possibly have. But it's okay. It's okay. Because he'll always have a career here. Speaking of political careers, you know, he is the president of the Dungeon Man Fan Club. He did have competition. He did. From his old ex-roommate, Angela. That's true. Angela, who had been on the show... As well, obviously. That's why she knew about the potential opening that she was campaigning for. <laughs> opening. Um, she had a little bit of her own baggage as well. Uh-huh. Because, you know, this is what we do. Fuck me, baby. <laughs> do my ass with your tongue. Stuff like that. So, out of that competition between the two of them, came some campaign ads that's right some of the some of the earlier bits that i produced and we're going to hear some of those campaign ads now do you trust incumbent politicians i'm a, I'm a loner why are they really in office exposing myself once i finished screwing him if this is what they admit what are they not saying I couldn't see any reason to deny the fact that I had indeed fucked his wife's young nephew all summer. Is Pete's mind on the post we've elected him to? And I couldn't help wondering just what that thing in his shorts looked like. If you're ready for a change, vote Angela for president of the Dungeon of Man Love fan club. I'm coming. Paid for by Dungeonites for tits at the top. Does Angela have what it takes to rule your fan club? I don't think I have the anus muscles for that. Will she be there for you, the fans? I'm coming. The things that she's been saying are not the quotes of the fabulous female leader she will have you believe she can be. I spread her leagues. And are you going to fuck me or are you just going to watch? Now my butt. Re-elect President Pete, president of the Dungeon of Man Love fan club. Now don't want anybody getting any crazy ideas about putting your penis on me. Paid for by the commission to keep tits on the show, but out of the fan club. 
<laughs> yeah. Well done. Uh, thank you. Well done. So Angela won the presidency because she correctly answered enough questions on a trivia contest. That's right. <laughs> about because the nobody show. voted. <laughs> yeah, nobody voted. So we had to have a contest between them. And I fed Angela all the answers. It was rigged. it was totally rigged, and then I think we kicked her out. We kicked her out of the office, yeah, because she didn't show up or something one day. We no, we like impeached that. her for something, <laughs> something even dumber. Yeah, because there was a demotion. She she was the uh, a sanitation worker in the dungeon or something. Was she the sanitation? Yeah, that's yeah. right. We made. We made <laughs> We demoted her from president of the Dungeon Man Love Fan Club to head uh, sanitation worker. I am looking currently for something. Let me uh. pause for a second. And Angela Pete's old roommate got married recently. Just this past weekend. We thought she might show up or call in, but she didn't either. Uh, once she announced her engagement, she stopped showing up. Because she had 480 days to plan for the wedding. It's not a lot of time. And she had, and she <laughs> used every single day of it to plan, too. And we got updates daily on Facebook. So she was busy. And we're glad she had her special day. It would have been more special, however, if somebody would have played along and brought this particular song for the DJ to play. That's right. It happens to be Angela. Sing it. Stay tuned. Another great Dunjeroki tune from the Dungeon Crew is up next. I have an ass and it's on fire. I just ate some hot chili. It just went right through me I'm sitting on the bowl and my butt's on fire It is a catastrophe Hot poop's running down on me Ow, 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 ow It's spewing all on the ground I sure hope I don't drown Ow, 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 ow My father would be on fire It just will not slow down. 
Everybody chums as they go by Cause they smell the hell that burns their eyes My butt lightening up the night Now we know why I'm a lonely chick I make everybody sick Still it really burns, baby, burns, baby This ass is on fire This ass is on fire Chili's killing me. Ow! Oh, just make it stop. Ow! Oh! Ow! 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 Marshall, I'm never eating your chili again. It's my big ass and it's on fire. <laughs> so that was Angela. Miss her. Yeah, I was kind of hoping that uh, Mr. and Mrs. Pete's roommate could drop by and uh, see us maybe when they get back from their honeymoon. We'll have to call them because God knows they don't listen. I know. That's a shame. All right. I think to wrap up this show, we're going to play our uh, other regular females' first appearance. Okay. Uh, Our pregnant friend, Eva, used to be a lesbian named Louise. (laughs) Before she came to trust Uh us. Here. <laughs> her words, not mine. <laughs> Here is her first appearance. Uh, ghost. Did a couple that remind you of this. <laughs> on tonight's show, I'm going to break this into a couple segments, I think, depending on whether or not our special guest Fenris shows up or not. We are going to play a couple games. We do some news headlines, and we're. It's fine, Mike. I didn't get headlines. I did. Well, I chopped out the wrong part. Uh oh. <laughs> All right. So that was Eva's first appearance. <laughs> Cross that one off the list. She was a real tre- trooper. We pressed her into action. When we decide to post phony ads looking for horny scumbags to call in looking for free phone sex. That might have happened. <laughs> there are a couple of shows of this with some great stuff. We're just going to play a sample. you got to go back and listen to some of this stuff because we got some great, great sound bites out of this. We had a lot of good time. Thank you for calling Dungeons in. That's right. That came from there. I forget what I pulled out. It's a sample, though. All right. So just go back. It's uh, in 2015, and look up some of those particular shows. Here's a sample of that. With just a harp, you can talk over it. Eva, that's right. I guess I can. Hi, Dan. How's it going with you, man? 
My name's Becky. Becky? Mm-hmm. How's it going, Becky? Not too bad. How's it going with you? Good, good. You've got that cock out? Yeah, I do. I know. What are you doing with it? I'm playing with it. What's it look like, Dan? Yeah, you said what it look like? Mm-hmm. Give me details. So, big white, probably like 10 inches, probably. Mm. Uh, all the bars. Mm, that sounds great. Yeah. Why don't you stroke that for me? Oh, yeah. What are you uh, wearing? I'm wearing nothing at all. Wearing nothing? No. Clothes are too refining or restraining. What are uh, you waiting? Wait, wait, real quick. I'm about five feet tall. I have 32 double Ds. I have about a 20-inch waist and 30-inch hips. What was that? I'm sorry. Grandma, shut the TV off! Shut it off! I'm trying to work here! Hello? Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm back. What? I'm sorry, I'm back. Okay. Uh, they have sources calls to our homes and everything and to live with my grandmother. Um, so where are you doing your stuff right now? Mm, I'm fingering it right now. What? I'm fingering my pussy right now. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, Does that make you hot, Dan? Yeah. Pardon the interruption, sir. This is quality control. How is your sexy phone call going so far? Hello? Hello? Yes. This is quality control. How is your sexy phone call going so far, sir? It's all right. On a scale of one to ten, how hard is your penis right now? What? On a scale of one to ten, how hard is your penis right now? If you were Caucasian, I don't know if you caught that. I did not. I did yeah. not. That was that, when you started yelling, Grandma. That was the thing you said. Like, I was going to say, do you like white girls or do you like niggers? There's Smellmouth Al <laughs> fucking up the show right then, there. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> She's great. Let me tell you what. She's a real. Yeah, that's that, a real trooper there. That was a stroke of genius. Al started running his mouth in the middle of the bit. And you could hear him on mic. So she just, without breaking character, started yelling at Grandma to turn the fucking TV off. Here's some of the other sound bites that came out of uh, those shows. I've got a big fucking trunk. (laughs) (laughs) You have to go... 
listen to these things, I'm telling you, because out of that particular series of segments came clips like this. I'm... I'm... I'm a... Dirty, dirty girl. <laughs> <laughs> the stuttering. Oh, that was sex phone right. worker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your cock, Mike. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, good stuff. Boy. Good stuff. But we need more girls. Yeah, because it's tough to make her be the only one to do that. And chicks don't call in. Like no. we're willing to step up. Yeah. In fact, on a couple shows we actually <laughs> we <did>. tried. <laughs> you got to go find that too. Where Pete, Mike, and I were taking turns trying to be phone sex workers. I was doing right in this voice. I, I take the call. And, okay, hold on. I put you with the sexy lady. Okay, I'm sexy lady now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so we got that in there. That's going to wrap it up for this part of the fifth anniversary extravaganza in the next part the final part, part of the fifth seven. anniversary uh, extravaganza anniversary extravaganza we're going to hear clips from Madame Monica oh wow we miss Madame Monica yeah, an actual live madam yep and we had a couple great segments with her she did a great Dunjaroki song we'll hear that too and that's on the next version. I want to thank Mike and Dean for being here and not thank everybody else who didn't show up. Fuckers. Fuckers. <laughs> Bitches. Later. Later. Dungeons turn in five. That means we're getting wood. Find more at marshcast.com. I'm coming. Slut, slut, slut. Put that in the spank bank. I dress the thrill. Shut up, motherfucker. I'm wet right now. Oh, yeah. Fuck me, baby. Give it to me. <laughs> Why is everybody looking at me? I work in a fucking donkey ship. That was just fucking dirty. That's all I can do not to masturbate during the show. Uh. <laughs> Have you seen her thingy? <laughs> Somehow I wound up pregnant. <laughs>